Shalom Ubrachal. We are up to Yumadaf Tesvov. Today's daf is being learned, dedicated Vizchus Rafu Shalema for Kol Choyle Amcha Beis Yisrael. Today's daf talks about the Machloikas between Abaye and Rav Papa, how they answer the Stiran Brises. Then it talks about the interesting sprinkling of the Dama Tomid, which was partially like an oil, partially like a chatos. And it finishes with uh, the beginning of a discussion about the specific location of the base Hatloim. At the end of Yudalit, we had a, a question. What came first, the Kotiris or the Neiris? Because by us, when we were talking about what the Kohen Gadol did during his sequestering, it seems like he did the Kotiris and then the Neiris. The problem is we had another Brysel coming up soon, stay tuned, that says that they would do lotteries, and the last lottery was for Kataris, which sounds like the Kataris came after the Neiris. So Abaye answered, well, there were different sections of the Neiris. First they did five Neiris, and then they did the last two Neiris. So, in between, they did Kataris. So now the Gemara says, wait, you, really, you think that the Kataris was done smack in the middle of the Atovas, the Meneira? Abaye went through exactly the different steps in the Beis HaMikdosh, the Seder Hayoyim. And it says that they would do the Dam HaTomid during, in between the two sections of the Atovah Saneris, between the five and the two. Well, so the Gemara says that's according to Abashah, but the Rabbanon hold differently. We have a Brayse that tells us that we don't do the Kataris after doing the Neiris. First you do the Kataris, and then you take care of the Neiris. But Abba Shol disagreed with the Rabban, and he says that first you may take the Neiris, and then afterwards you could do the Kataris. So why does Abba Shol say that you do the Kataris afterwards? Well, the Pesach says, Baboyke, Baboyke, Baitiva, Seneris, and then, after the Neiris, it says the Kataris. Oh, that's not a very good riot. Why don't the Rabban say to do the Kataris afterwards? The Pesach says Kataris after the setting up the Meneira. But the problem is, that when it comes, that's, that that Pesach is talking about in the morning, but you, you can't say that that's the Seder at night. You, you tell me that they're going to set up the Neiris at night and then do, do the Kataris. We have two separate problems with saying that the Kataris was done after setting up the Meneira at night. Number one, when the Pesach says, Me'erev ad baiker, it means that the Neiris went from nighttime all the way till morning. You put in this chazi lug of oil so that it burns throughout the night. That's one thing we learned from Mary Vat Baker. But the second thing is that after you light the menorah at night, nothing is done afterwards. Not even the Kataris. So that's what their abundance said. You can't have the Kataris happening after the Neiris at night. Rather, so they have to learn the Pusik differently. When it says Babekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekabekab
Now, first the Gemara says that it doesn't make sense to say that we're the Rabbonon, and then it's Abishol talking about pious, because afterwards, we have a, we have a Mishnah after the Mishnah about pious, that talks about the, how the Kohen Gadol would shecht the Tomid, and you have another Kohen that would help him finish the Shechita, then you'd go inside of the Keturus, and then he would set up the Neiras, Keturus first. That's Kefi the Rabbonon, that the Keturus was first. So it goes, our Mishnah Rabbonon, then the pious Mishnah, which is um, Abishol, and then it goes back to the Rabbanon. How do we sandwich it in like that? Once we're talking about Abishol, Shita, we just took it Abishol. The Mishnah seems to be bouncing back and forth. So our Papa says, yeah. The Reisha and the Seifa is the Rabbanon. And in the middle, we have the Shita of Abishol. Now, it makes sense that Abayah doesn't like our Papa's Shita because we don't want to be sandwiching Tanoim in between one Shita. But why don't... Why doesn't our Papa like Abayah's answer that the Keturus that the was done in between... The five and the two atovas and neiros. Well, he says you're also strictly out of order because the first mission is talking about the two neiros, and then it goes back to him about the five neiros. It's out of order. They would do the five neiros first, want to chop as many mitzvahs as possible, and then they would do two neiros afterwards. So you're not exactly a seder either. Abai is not so bothered by that, but he says we're not talking about the seder ayoyim in our Mishnah. We're talking about what did the kohen gadol do during his sequestering. He would do Keturus, and then the two Neiris. When you're talking about the Seder Ayoim, yeah, the five came first, but that's not what we're talking about. Now we talk about the sprinkling of the blood of the Karbanat Talmud. The Kohen would go to the north, east, and he would sprinkle blood north and east. On the corner, it would go both directions. Then he would go southwest and put in those two directions. However, it comes along Rev Shimon Ish HaMitzpeh. And he says when it comes to the Karbanat Talmud, the Kohen would go northeast, and he would sprinkle it one sprinkle going north and east. Then he would go southwest and he would do two separate sprinkles. One west, uh, yeah, one west and one south. In the southwest. Now, why is Shimon Ish-Hamitzvah splitting this up into two separate sprinkles? It should be one sprinkle in the northeast and one in the southwest. Why is he turning the southwest one into two sprinkles? One for each direction. Shav Yechanan explains that the Pasuk, when talking about the Karmen Tomid, Says, echod on the atomin. It's, it mentions a chatos when it's talking about the oilas atomin. So, yeah, the carbon the carbon atomin is an oila, but it's it mentions a chatos also. So, where do you get some chatos action in this carbon oila? Because the chatos is sprinkled on both corners, not one sprinkling on the two corners. So, that's why the first sprinkling was done like an oila on both directions. The second one was sprinkled like a chatos, one on the right, one on the left, one on the south, one on the west. Four kashas on Rav Shimon Ish Mitzvah. Okay, you're trying to get chatos and oila both in this one carbon tomid. Why not do an extra set of sprinkling? Do one set of sprinkling like an oila, right, two sprinkles that go in four directions, and then go again and do four separate sprinkles. Now nah, the Gemara says, oh, we, we never see uh, 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 doing a second set of sprinkling if the first one was ready. The Gemara says, yeah, well, you also never see someone doing two separate types of sprinkling in one carbon. One going and the second one doing two separate sprinkles. Dividing something that could be done in two into three. The Pesach tells us we should be doing some oiler stuff and some chatos stuff. So we do it. We, we throw in the chatos on one corner so it doesn't look totally different. Well, we do it in a chata style. We throw in, instead of doing one in both directions, we do one on this side, one on that side, in a discreet way. 
Now, the second kasha we have is, uh, okay, you want to get chatos and oila into the sprinkling of the carbon tamid. Well, the oila is supposed to be sprinkled below the chutas sikra on the mizbeach. And the chatos is supposed to be sprinkled above. So why don't you do two sets, above and below? Get in chatos and oila. Nah, Gemara says we never do half the sprinkling on top and half the sprinkling on bottom. Pick which section of the Mizbeach you're sprinkling on. Gemara says, really? If a mission of that says, that seems to tell us that they would do on separate sides. Right, on the top and on the bottom. Because the Kayin would sprinkle the blood from the Dam Hapar, one up and seven down. Sounds like the first one was above the halfway line, and the seven were down on the bottom. It says, no, 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 the Gemara says, says, says that's not where he was sprinkling. That was talking about the direction of his sprinkling. The first one was sprinkled upwards, and then it got lower and lower after that, the the way they used to give makos. Well, the Gemara says, well, even when, you, when when he's normally sprinkling, he sprinkles directly in the middle. Now, no matter how good of a aim he has, he's not going to get it only on the line. Some of the blood's going to land on top, and some of the blood is going to land on the bottom. It's not a crazy thing to have blood on the top and on the bottom. That's what it means when it says that he would sprinkle on the Tahare Shamazbeach, the halfway point of the Mazbeach. So Rabbi Shila says that's not what Tahare means. It doesn't mean the halfway point going up. It means on the top, on the roof of the Mazbeach. They would have to clear away the Kataras to sprinkle it over there. But it doesn't mean they would sprinkle it exactly on the middle of the perimeter, on the side. Now, the third Kasha we have on the Shiminisha Mitzvah is as follows. If you want to do oila and chatos in the carbon tamid, why does oila come first? Want to do chatos first and then oila? Do the double sprinkling and then do the single sprinkling? No. The Gemara answers that be'etz in the carbon tamid is an oila. So that's going to come first. Okay. Why do you start sprinkling on the northeast? Why not start sprinkling on the northwest? The, the southeast? Why the northeast? Then you could go over to the northwest. Well, the problem is that the oil needs to be needs to be sprinkled by the yesoid. And the southeast corner doesn't have a yesoid. We learned in Masechus Midas that the yesoid would go along the, the north and the west. The south had one ama, and the east had an ama. This is in order to have that uh, strip of land that was divided between uh, Yehuda and Benjamin. Yehudas would encroach on Benjamin's chilek. But the point is that we, we're not going to sprinkle the oil on a part of the Mizbeach that doesn't have a Yisoyed. Okay, says the Gemara 4th, Kasha, why do we sprinkle the blood first on the northeast and then go southwest? Why not start southwest and then go northeast? Well, this is because of the halacha of kol pinoy sha'ata poine yihyu ela derech loyu ela derech always turn to the right. And when you're coming down the keves, you're going to hit the eastern side first, turning right. I haven't quite worked that out in my head yet. But who says, asks the Gemara, that this is a carbon oil, that the tarbon is a carbon oil, and you're supposed to add in some elements of a chatos. Maybe the carbon tomit is a chatos, and you're just supposed to add in elements of an oil. Why are we bending over backwards to accommodate oil halachas? Well, because the Pasuk says, al oil sa tomit. The tomit is an oil. It also says chatos. So we add that in from the Pasuk. Now, new sugya, which is going to continue into tomorrow's daft, the Mishnah says that the Mamuna, the person in charge, the Shamish over there, would say, Go and get Otle from the Lishkas Beis Hatloim. Well, this Lishkas Beis Hatloim was in the 
northwest corner, and every corner of this room had its own little room. There was a lishkas tloim, a lishkas hachoysomois, uh, which was uh, where they would buy, use these items to buy their nesachim, mesecheshkolim. Then there was the lishkas beis hamukad, where they had all the materials for fire. And then they had another one for uh, another room for all the materials of the lechem aponim. You're really going to tell me that the Besatloim was in the northwest? Uh, we have a bride that tells us that there were four rooms in the base Hamukad. There's like these little rooms that opened up into a big lobby. Two of these rooms were part of the Besamukdash and the Kaitash, and two of them were in Chal outside. And then these markers that would, that would divide to know where you're walking into the Kodesh area. And it says in the southwest, not the northwest, was the Lishkas for the Tloim, for Kabonis. Southeast was the Lechem upon him. Northeast, they hid the stones from the Mizbech of the Malchayovan by the base Hashmanoim. Northwest was where they would go down to, to go to the Mikvah. But we have a Stira where the base Tloim was, and we will come back to this on Tess Zion. Stay tuned. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.